What's going on guys? This episode of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast once again brought to you by Tape Lab. Now guys, if you're anything like me, you probably train more no-gi than you do gi. I think I've only trained gi once this year. You know guys, jo- join the hype. <laughs> but anyways, you might be thinking, oh, if you train mostly no-gi, what's the point in using tape? Guys, let me tell you, I still tape my fingers and tape all the stuff in no-gi. It's very useful, very good way to stave off the injuries. And guys, it's not just about taping your fingers. You can also tape your ankles, wrists, or even your shins if you have shin splints or something like that. Uh, guys, you can actually check out Alex uh, from Tape Lab. He has a whole bunch of videos on his TikTok and his Instagram detailing how to tape your hands, your wrists, your fingers, your toes, your ankles, or like I said, the shin splints if that's bothering you or anything like that. Now, guys, if you want to save 15% off your next order, use code HUMANZY15. That's HUMANZY15 at checkout. And, guys, all the appropriate links and everything will be in the description so you can check out all the amazing tape. And, guys, hope you enjoy the episode. And with that said, adios. guys in today's episode we're joined by lana karina guys today we talk about her background in breakdance and how it helped her with her jiu-jitsu we also talk about how she started at roger gracie academy before swapping to 10 plan in london and we also talk about her recent submission win on the most recent enyo grappling and uh you know we talk about a few conspiracy theories and the like so you know if uh, that's not your thing maybe you know skip that segment or something like that i don't know <laughs> and most importantly guys we also discuss her complete and utter obsession with funky and pink colored nogi sets which i think everyone can really relate to because who doesn't like a bit of weirdness and oddness in their lives <laughs> but anyways guys if you like the episode be sure to follow us at humans jitsu and at humans jitsu podcast and with all that said hope you enjoy the episode podcast how's it going hi i'm good how are you grand you know so guys let's just get one thing out of the way she will not be doing any break dancing on this podcast because it's a fucking audio only thing so if you're looking for like the sneak peeks the victory dances for upcoming matches you're not going to see it sad to say you know guys i know you're all gutted that you didn't see any victory dances after Enyo, but you know, she was doing all the crazy flying shit and she had the big ass knee braces on, so what you expect. <laughs> <laughs> she was also 17. Yeah. Uh, Your Honor, I did not know that at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible joke, let's move on. <laughs> but like, uh, okay, honestly, that was a really good match, the one from Enyo. Like, okay, so I was watching the whole event and I was like, you know, I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast. I think that was the, the best match in the event and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. thank you <laughs> thank you, you know, um, there were other good ones there were really good ones i think that the match of the night was um gammy and amanda i think yeah, was, they went really really well but my one was purely one-sided unfortunately for her it was purely just me attacking all the time until i eventually caught her with something so i've done really well i think it was one of my best performances so far i have to say um but yeah, the best match. I don't know. Mm. Well, it's just my okay. It's just my favorite. Okay. Not you. you know. <laughs> we all have preferences. You know, some of us like the gi because we're fucking weird. Some of us like I know, I know. What's some of us <laughs> making a face. Some people, <laughs> some people like sambo. Ugh, just just Ugh. be gi or be no gi. Don't be <laughs> the fucking weird hybrid. You fucking weird degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the ones that do sambo they're really really strong. Nah. Maybe you, don't, you don't think so. Okay. No, you know, their leg lock game isn't. <laughs> okay, because they're weird. They're, okay, I, okay. This won't become a, a Sambo, a shitting on, shitting on Sambo podcast, but like they do weird ass leg locks where they'd have like the saddle 
but they'd like do an ankle lock with the saddle and it's all reapy and crunchy and cracky. I'm like, would you not just legalize heel hooks, you fucking weirdos, with your weird ass wrestling shoes, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. Leg locks should be really um, legal because you do arm bars. Why wouldn't you be able to do a knee bar? Yeah, like, well, okay, you remember the whole thing, like Craig Jones just said this the other day, you know, because guys, I have my quotations and my facts always ready to go because I'm so professional. He said, when I was, when he was coming up, if something was annoying, the old Brazilian guys, he knew it was working that he, and that he had to keep doing it. Because <laughs> we all know that, you know, like, yeah. I'm not going to go on a rant about the IBGF or fucking Brazilian black belts or blah, blah, blah. We all know the score. We all know the score. I know. I have yeah. been doing gi for quite a while before I moved to 10 Planet. So I, I know the score. I was under Roger Gracie. And so I know the whole Brazilian thing, gi, politics, all that. Yeah. Because, guys, I probably, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode. It's like, you know, I have seen the light and I've quit the gi. And okay, my favorite. Okay, I don't know if you if you've had these sort of interactions with people online. These these people who are a hundred percent convinced that somehow training gi will make your no gi better, and I just don't get it at all. I don't yes. understand it. I don't that I don't even get. I don't understand. My thinking is like okay, like they're like they can't. Okay, I've I've said to a few gi people. Okay, tell me why you should train gi if you're only doing no gi only competing no gi without using the word knowledge base or fundamentals if they can't use those three words like come on i think it's the other way around i think training no gi will make your gi better so i feel that if you keep going with no gi and train you can always put on a gi and still be good at it and Mm. the way i do it nowadays is um obviously i train on the 10 planet i don't do any gi anymore and haven't done since end of 2021 um you know i've seen the light as well um (laughs) but i have put on a gi uh mid last year just for fun i was like oh let's see in a competition i I signed myself it was free it was if you join gi if you sorry sign up for gi you can freely go to do no gi so i was like oh well might as well do it It it's free why not more match more matches anyway yeah, exactly. Um, and I put on a gay and I won. After not doing any gi for six months, I won. And I've just signed up for Grappling Industries, both gi and no gi, in a week. And I, I'm going to do the same thing because I know that the more you do no gi, the better you can get in gi. If you really want to do gi, it's not the other way around. Gi doesn't help no gi. No gi mm. helps gi. Mm. no because like you can still do all the nogi stuff in the gi but to be fair i said this once and one of the black belts at my gym was like because okay you know how it is when you want to do like nogi stuff in the gi the okay, people will do gi stuff on you i mean they'll fucking like you know if you want to wrestle someone someone will fucking pull reverse della worm guard on you and you're like okay fuck this shit then this is bollocks <laughs> yep yep yeah you know nah you know but Ah, look, fuck the gi. That's just my, you know, my thinking. I'm like, you could just put more care, knowledge, and attention into one of them. Plus, like, the way, they, like, <clears throat> I'm so good at expressing myself. So, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, like, the way, the way the game is changing. Like, they're becoming so and so different. Like, way back when, like, 10 years ago, you could do both, routinely win in both, without changing your game too much. But now, you know. How are people winning in no gi? They're fucking, you know, body lock passing and doing those fucking weird triangles from 
Nicky Rod and all them. That's just an example. And how are people winning in the gi? Uh, they're double guard pulling and fucking stalling from 50-50 and both getting double DQ'd. That's how people are winning in the gi. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. The, all you do is just grab and hold. That's the problem with gi. With no gi, you don't have that option. And that's mm. why I like it. It's more fast-paced, more things are happening. Your Everything has to be tighter. Your your guard passing, your submissions, your anything has to be tighter. In gi, you can afford to be mm. loose because you're yeah. holding on to them. No, but you really got to squeeze someone's fucking head in nogi and, you know, make yeah. their fucking eyes pop out, as you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and you know so... how I realized I don't really like training in gi anymore? So the last competition that I did, when I did both gi and nogi, I, um, I remember she wrapped her gi around my leg while she was in guard, and then she just sat there, and I couldn't get my leg out. And I was like, this is why I do not do gi anymore, because you get wrapped around and you can't get out. But they don't, they're not doing anything with it either. They can't do yeah. anything with it. Eventually, I did get out and passed the guard and got my points. But it was just that, that that moment in time, I remember thinking to myself, this is why I don't do gi anymore. <laughs> uh, man. Or like, I've only trained gi once this year. I was away. I was in, I was in Madrid. And like, I know, look, I was away for a week and I wanted to train. And I was like, OK, I'll train Gi this one day a week. And I was like, OK, it was a good class. It was a good gym. But I'm just like, I just didn't enjoy the Gi. I just didn't enjoy it. So I'm like, OK, if you want to break down the whole thing of, oh, I do jiu-jitsu to like make money. I do it to compete and win matches or I do it for social, blah, blah, blah. Everyone does it for fun. You wouldn't do it if you didn't enjoy it. And some people don't enjoy Gi or some don't enjoy no Gi, you know. You, you do you. Sure, it's crazy. Um, like, okay, I'll, I'll shut up in a second. But I, I have one of my friends. He used to only train no gi, and I used to only train gi. We used to always be bickering at each other. It's like, oh, dude, train more gi. And he'd be like, you train more no gi. Because I used to train, like, no no gi at all. All just yes gi. And now it's just flipped. It's like, he's moved, this guy's moved to Brazil, and he trains all gi, and I just train all no gi. So, bit of a fucking flip there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, okay. One thing I'm curious about with each of my guests is like, how did you get started with jiu-jitsu anyway? Because I know you've done break dancing before. It says it on your fucking uh, on your Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, I'm just gonna make the joke now. In how absurdly short amount of time do you think you will get your black belt? Because like, there's a trend of you know break dancers going to jiu-jitsu, going to Ten Planet, and getting their black belts quick. You have Gio Martinez and Richie Martinez getting in like three to five years. So how quickly, an absurd amount of time, are you going to get your black belts? <laughs> Let's just say I'm not Gio and I'm not Richie, so it's not going to happen. They've got theirs in three and a half years. I've already been training for four years, so I'm still a blue belt. Mm. But I did not train under 10 Planet up until now. Um, and when I did join 10 Planet, I had to earn my blue belt again. So I technically joined as a white belt. Um, I had to, at the grading, I got my blue belt again, so I have two blue belts now. Doesn't that technically mean, isn't that technically a purple belt since you got two blue belts? Can you not trade it in? I wish I could, um, <laughs> but I can't just yet. i got to wait for my actual purple belt to come. Um, so I think it's going to be a little while. I'm not Geo. Um, I'm expecting to be the same amount of time as everyone, you know, two years for every belt up until... You get to black, so eight to ten years, I'm saying. 
Uh, okay, okay, that's another thing. I don't really understand the whole belt minimum thing. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Now, because some people get better sooner. Like uh, a friend of mine, a guy I've been training with for the past, you know, year and a bit, he got his blue belt in 11 months. So that if this this whole thing of, oh, two years per belt, I'm like, so if this guy is obviously good enough, does he just have to stay a white belt for another year to appease some old Brazilian guys who want money for federation membership? Like, fuck off. It's... Or that's yeah. another thing. Okay, I've ranted raves about this before. I have a whole podcast about it. They have belt minimums, but they don't have belt maximums. It's I, it's just an individual thing, in my opinion. That person's good enough after X one time. That person's not. It's an individual thing. Yeah, but it, it also depends how big the um, academy is and how much the coaches actually put time into it. Because um, when I was at Roger Gracie Academy, not, I have nothing to do with them or anything, you know, but I know that the coaches didn't really know my game didn't really know how good I was other than seeing me be up white belts in the class or anything like that so they they didn't really know other than me winning competitions didn't really know my level so to Mm. say so for those ones I feel like it's harder to to grade people like that um because they don't they don't really um what do I want to say um they don't really promote competitions so they're not based on you know how many competitions you've earned and all that they have a card where they put a tick in the box every time you came to class and then eventually once you got enough ticks you get your one stripe two stripes three stripes then your next belt and so on um and where i am right now however is based on your level and that's what i wanted all this time I didn't want to sandbag just because I was good at white and I could have continued winning for my gym until I met, eventually after two years you get to blue. Um, now I can literally just do what I always wanted, just get as good as I can at jiu-jitsu. And then the coaches there and always, always see sees my um, improvement um he knows my game he rolls with me as well which is very important I think uh for a coach um and I feel like when I when he thinks that I am purple belt level he will give it to me Mm. now that's fair enough like because okay one thing that really irks me is now to be fair I've been to a bunch of gyms I haven't really gone to a gym that's done this yet I don't know uh where a coach like some gyms like you know yeah, uh, to to use the whole boogeyman again, the the very very stereotypical Gracie Baja gyms where they're like, oh, you can't roll with your coach until you're like a blue belt or a four stripe white belt. I'm like, well, dude, how can you promote someone unless you roll with them? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. come on, come on, bro. You I think know, it's I... where they say it's respect. So you have to respect the black belts. Um, and I remember in Roger Gracie, um, we weren't allowed to call out black belts. So if you were not a black belt, you're not allowed to go to a black belt and say, do you want to roll? You had to wait until they came to you for roll. And it's funny because I had a friend that um, she's now at uh, Fight Zone, but she came to Roger Gracie. She she came down, she joined Roger Gracie because she wanted to train with me because she's, she's kind of my level. She's really good as well. And uh, in her first day, she had a, a fight with one of the coaches because she literally called out the, a black belt. She she went to the guy next to her and said, do you want to roll? And then, yeah, from then, the, oh, there was a big, big argument about it. The coach didn't want her in the class anymore because she was rude. 
I get her point as well because she, all she wanted was to roll. She, all she wants to do is just to learn jujitsu. She didn't know about the whole politics and everything. Mm. She didn't know she's not allowed to call black belt out. And uh, there, there's a book at the front desk that they gave to her. And it says, there's, there's a line in there that says, you have to respect black belts and you're not allowed to call them out. And I thought that was just ridiculous because, like she said, she said it to me and it was funny because, and that's how I'm kind of thinking, you're a black belt, you're supposed to help white belts, blue belts to get better. You know, you can't, you can't take this stance where I'm a black belt, you, know, you can't call me out. Mm. It's like, you're in a class, you should be rolling with everyone. Yeah, look. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, it's yeah, if if the if if I'm sorry, terrible expressing myself. But yeah, if you don't want to roll with lower belts because you're a black belt and you you know, look, that's fine. I don't agree with it, but if that's what you want to do, that's your fucking business. But if someone like doesn't know know that, it just calmly explain to them. It's like, look, I'm a black belt. I'd rather not roll with like white and blue belts. That's cool. Like, you don't throw a shit fit. It's like, I'm a black belt. Go fuck yourself. Like, look, I'd just rather not. Same thing if you want to, if a black belt asks you to roll, you just don't want to fucking, you can just politely refuse people to roll. Like, there's people I roll with. I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to roll with you. I mean, whether, I don't know, you think someone's an asshole, they're dangerous, they're fucking spazzy, or, you know, you just don't fucking want to, or maybe you're fucked up that round and you want to take a round off. Like, you know what? I'd just rather not. You know, if everyone is just more fucking adult about things, it'd be grand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't have to make this whole big thing about it. It's just, mm. you didn't want to roll yet? Just say so. Because that's oh, what oh. I do. Especially where, like, where's, the, where's the cutoff as well? Am I allowed? Because I made a fucking thing about this one time. Now, I personally don't agree with the whole, I'm a black belt, you, should, uh, you shouldn't ask me to roll. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking human being. You're a person. I'm not fucking playing this game where you think you're better than me. You're about, you're better at jiu-jitsu than me. That's fine. I'm not going to dispute that. But you're not like an upper echelon sort of person. I'm not like a, a lower class. Like, dude, go fuck yourself. You were a blue belt once as well. Stop being a prick. And like, where's the cutoff? Am I allowed to ask a four-stripe brown belt to roll? But then the second he's a black belt, I'm not allowed to? Like, fuck off, man. Yeah, it's definitely just black belts. You're not allowed to call out black belts. Other than that, you can call out anyone. So you can go to... Full stripe brown belt, and then you're on a roll, and nobody would give you any shit, which is weird, very, very weird. Hmm. Uh, look, I'm just gonna say, not all black belts are created equally, bro. <laughs> That's True. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I met some black belts who were shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, not gonna say anything about that. I'm I've not gonna, not gonna name names <laughs> as well. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> there's too many black belts, a lot of them get their by just doing jiu-jitsu uh, a lot of them don't ever compete don't get out of their comfort zone or anything so because of that they get only to a certain stage and that's it and mm. yes they they are those sort of black belts they're well shit mm. oh okay to be fair like okay i'm not this isn't a whole thing of where you know like literally i i knew this okay i was rolling one time at the, at the gym and these guys were sat on the sidelines watching and i was rolling with this black belt and he was 50 years old and like you know i was going grand and you know i submitted him a few times because i'm fucking 23 and i'm in good shape and he's a 50 year old man even though he's a black belt and he's in okay shape i'm younger and i'm stronger you know and like you know your man when the guys afterwards like andrew oh my god you submitted a black belt holy shit i'm like dude he's 50 years old like what the fuck man what, what, what you expect he's 50 
it's not the same. He's not he's not the same age as me. And you know, he's not like this guy competed and stuff. But like I'm it's like okay, this I was just a whole different point to what I was on about. If you don't want to compete, that's fine. But like if you're just a normal dude who trains and uh, he trains, you know, goes to class consistently, trains for a bunch of years, gets your black belt. What are, what are you like? And you're the same person to be like, yeah, I don't roll. You can't ask me to roll because I'm a black belt. So I'm like, well, you're not a particularly good one. So where are you getting, where do you get, where are you getting all this fucking ego from, bro? Yep. Well, the gym, uh, <laughs> their like, politics. Oh, dude, honestly, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like, cause you know, I fucking hate jiu-jitsu politics, man. This sport is so fucking stupid sometimes. Like, uh, what's it called? What's it? Uh, my biggest, okay, because, okay, I could almost deal. If I went to a gym and they're like, you can't ask the black pills to roll. If it was good training, I'd be like, okay, this is annoying, but it's not the end of the world. Okay, what's your number one pet peeve with, like, gym politics and stuff? Like, what's the biggest thing that if you went somewhere and they had that, you just fucking leave straight away? Ooh. It's tough because there's so many pet peeves that I have with gym politics. Um, I think having to buy the gear. Like yeah. Straight away, I know they're about money and nothing else. And when their academy fees are also super high and you have to do that, then I, I would never join, for example, mm. um, because... Once you, you have to buy the gear, you have to continuously buy the gear. The, I, I mean, I, I've been to that. I've been into that. Um, well, we, not only that we had to buy the gear, but you can show up in a similar gear and put just a patch on the back kind of thing. You had to, had to show up with the gear that they sell you. And no gear is the same thing. You have to, have to, had to have their no gi set both shorts and top well shorts they they were oh, okay with it and, but the top... and, and there's other gyms where they have the different you have to wear a ranked rash guard at the class and they all sell the ranked rash guards i'm like bro yes. what the fuck it's yes. like like um how about instead of giving someone a purple belt you just give them a purple rash guard like there you go because it's cheaper to buy a belt than to buy a rash guard just Correct, there yes. buy a belt <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can buy really cheap ones because those ones don't matter. Um, it's the the gi that matters and then the, the rash guard that matters that you have to come in in the right one. And I feel that's ridiculous because I like my my pink rash guards. I like my, you know that you've seen it. Um, yeah, I, I think like so, my... several people like your pink rash guards. <laughs> to you, including. Um, that's a nice one. I've had really, really good feedback on those um, rash guards and even Suave tells me that they've got quite a few people interesting in their stuff now. And I'm glad because I love their stuff. Um, they've been supporting me since day one and they've always been doing what I wanted. Like the the previous outfit was also pink, but it was kind of dark pink. Um, and that one, I didn't even know they were creating it for me. I know that because I've had loads of knee issues and other things, they were trying to cheer me up. So they sent me my, not the one that I've wore last time, but the one I wore before that, they sent it to me to cheer me up. And I thought that was just so, so nice of them. Um, so they do deserve to, for their name to be out there to start with. Um, and yeah, the, the pink outfits are really, really good. <laughs> yeah. You got any codes for people so they can, uh, you know, 
got any codes for people to use? I will get in touch with Suave and I'll get something. Nice one. Uh, guys, if I have anything like that, like uh, I'll have it listed in the description when the episode is posted. Uh, what's it called? Um, or speaking of which, <clears throat> while we're on the topic of funky rash guards, <laughs> besides the pink one, and okay, that's another thing. When does pink be? When does light pink become purple, or dark pink become purple? Mm, whenever you want to. Next time? No, actually, it's not going to be next time. Next time, I have a different, different color, different idea. It's Are you going to wear pink. a different fucking color? Was it going to be teal or? Fucking tangerine uh, you're, you're or something. Very, very close. It's cyan. <laughs> cyan. One sec. I have to look up cyan. Do... Or uh, turquoise. 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 Sorry. To make sure. Yeah. Making sure so, it's real. Turquoise. That's uh, the idea for the next one. But yeah, uh, what I was saying is I like tur- to wear funky stuff. And if you ask me to wear your own outfits, I don't see that happening. Because I have I have nerdy stuff. I mean, I have nerdy um, rash guards. I have a Star Wars rash guard, which is freaking love. It's amazing. That's from Seven Subs. They're really good. They have some really, really amazing nerdy rash guards. Really awesome. Um, what else I have? I have Wonder Woman outfit. Quote, rash guards. And obviously, I have a Supergirl one. One that's not the pink one that you've seen at the NEO. A different one. It literally has the, the super girl and it's really, really nice as well. Um, what else do I have? I have the Makatsu unicorn outfit. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> I, I fucking, I love the Makatsu shit because, okay, okay, when I trained in the Gi, I had a blue belt. It was a really fucking nice one. We all know the one. It has, okay, there's a demon getting wrist locked by a woman on my fucking belt. So whenever I like whenever I'm at talking to people, like, well, my belt has a woman wrist lock and a demon. Does yours? Yes, it does. I have that one. Yeah, nice. Or <laughs> uh, what's it called? Well, do you have the old one, the old school heavenly Obi one, or the new one? Because like uh, the the new ones are good, but I just think the old ones are better. Yeah, the old ones like, are better. Because they're okay. I'm a bit a bit of a stickler for nice shit because like their their new belts are made of ghee material, which is it's grand, but I just prefer the old ones. Nice, nice sort of feel. Yes, yeah, no, I have the old ones. I, I haven't seen the new ones. That doesn't sound oh, nice. Or, man, I actually got their... Okay, uh, I got this rash guard from Merkatsu and, like, this lucky bag of rash guards and shorts and stuff. It's just a... It's a woman triangling a demon, and then there's, like, anime girls on the sleeves, and then the shorts had some stuff, like an inner... You know, like, like a combination shorts where it has, like, the spats down to the thigh and then the shorts over them? Yes. I'm so sickened because I went to a seminar in the middle of nowhere and I fucking forgot them. No, what? Yeah, <laughs> they were too small anyway. Anything? They were too small anyway. Like oh, you know, okay. like next time I go to that gym, I'll go get them back. But like, it'll be a while. <laughs> you could have given oh. it to me, <laughs> bro. I didn't even know you then, so give give <laughs> me a break. That was two months ago. <laughs> Whenever you go get it back, call me. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll just call you at two in the morning and be a fucking weirdo. Because like we said, jujitsu people are extremely well adjusted and socially aware. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. Why, why I moved around so much. Like, honestly, okay, so I know a bunch of people and I know a few guys who are running a gym and a few guys who've been traveling around and stuff. And one of the guys said to me there, he's like, literally, man, if you're just a normal fucking person and you do jiu-jitsu, 
people are like surprised at you. They're like, wait, you're normal? You're not a fucking weirdo? What the hell? <laughs> yep, I got that not long ago. I have met, uh, so one of the guys that I normally train with, I've met his girlfriend um, at um, New Year's this year. Well, New Year's just gone. Um, and I was speaking to her, just normal, all that. And like a few days later, um, her boyfriend says, um, she thought it was really nice to talk to someone that's just normal. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? But yeah, I, I understand it because um, there's not that many normal people in jiu-jitsu. Don't get me wrong. There's some really lovely people in jiu-jitsu and I love them. But they're all a bit, a little crazy. Not not in a bad way, but yeah, there's someone, everyone has something, a little something. I do too, to be honest. We all do, don't we? Yeah. You know, but to be labeled as one of the normal ones in jujitsu is weird. Yeah, you fucking normie. <laughs> you fucking Sorry. normie. <laughs> I'm well, like normal. Can... I dance on the way to my to the mat. I wear pink outfits. I'm not normal. Tell tell that's your man's girlfriend. He then she'd be like, well, how I tell do you wear pink and you dance like a weirdo sometimes. She'd be like, yeah. okay, I take it back. You're not normal. Exactly. You should see me in my house normally, and you'll mm. be like, nah, she's not normal. Nah. Or why did you wear a fucking I don't know. Um, instead of the turquoise, wear tangerine. And the people are like, okay, she's pretty weird. She's pretty out there. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Like I don't know. Okay, that's another thing. I hate the color orange with the sole and one exception of the Sakuraba shorts I have. Because, you know, Sakuraba's a beast, legend. I'm like, cool, I'll wear the teeny tiny orange shorts. Dead on. Those teeny tiny orange shorts are so funny on guys. It's ridiculous. I actually have a thing for um, guys wearing shorts. No, sorry, not shorts. Tight shorts. Or um, not a thing. Like, I, I take the piss out of them. Especially guys that wear I, just I, 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 I'm, I'm going to clip that. I'm going to clip that and be like... Does Lana have a thing for guys in shorts? No. <laughs> you do. Well, you know what they say, man. The fucking, um, a lie will get halfway tr around the world while the truth is on its pants. So that by the time I have that clip up of you saying you like guys in shorts, everyone will be in your inbox. <laughs> oh, and then they'll be disappointed when they get the real answer that I do not like the guys in shorts. I take the piss out of them because um, I don't need to see the thing if that makes sense like yeah. and when they're tight shorts or spats with no shorts um it's in my face it, and i can't roll with you if it's in my face just don't get put in north south then you fucking shit cunt <laughs> get good even if you're in their guard it's just there i hate to break I it to you roll. but it's always there even if the shorts are, are fucking big and broad shorts i hate no. to break it to you they're yeah, always there i can't see it and then I can, you know, not be distracted or... Um... What if some? What if a guy just has a really tiny dick and he wears the tiny shorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is some uh, thought-provoking questions. Like, is it okay if a guy has a tiny dick and he's wearing no shorts? Um... Then it's okay. Then it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not in my face anymore, I guess, because there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> On another note, I think sports bras should be banned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you want them jiggling as you like take them down or something because uh, you may end up the one on the bottom by being distracted. <laughs> or if they put you in north south and just smother you with the fucking with the yeah. thing. 
especially with the sweaty rash guard. Dude, I've, I've seen men, how many good men have to be lost by, you know, an asphyxiation motorboat incident from North South. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> from lies of girls. Well, uh, why you got to be so gendered, man? That's so big, such bigotry. <laughs> oh, my oh, I'm God. sorry. There's not two genders anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking at you, man. All that stupid <laughs> shit just drives me insane. I stop. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I get it. I've been all to both dudes quite a few times. Mm. It, it's the worst when they sweat a lot. Um, oh, man. There's One a time... few like that out of my gym. Okay, so I was wrong with this guy. He had like, what's it? He had, he had a long sort of fringe and stuff. He had a long bit of floppy hair. And so we were rolling. His hair gets a bit floppy. And almost like slow, like I was playing guard on him. And almost like slow motion, the fucking big bit of sweat fucking drips down his fucking fringe. Goes, no, it doesn't go in my mouth. It goes right into my fucking ear. And it was while, listen, I just like, okay, I just popped my ears. You know, when you like pinch your nose and like open your ears for a minute. Just, I don't know. I don't know why I done that. Went right into my fucking ear and I couldn't hear on my fucking ear for a minute. I was like. Jesus Christ, I can't fucking hear. And I got your man to speak into my ear and I couldn't hear anything. And, uh, okay, this is going to sound bad, but I knew a guy who was deaf in one of his ears and I just, like, messed with him and fucking make jokes with him. And then I couldn't hear for a second. And I was like, man, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But oh, now, I, now, I, now I can hear again so I can continue being an asshole. <laughs> good, good. Until the next incident. Yes. <laughs> or what's it called? Oh, okay, so um, I'll shut up in a second about funky gear and ridiculous colors. But okay, so tie dye spats, yeah or nay? Tie tie for girls, not for guys. Bro, why you gotta be be such a big? <laughs> <laughs> you know why? It's funny though, and guys, let's say you know the rest is like they're wearing just black and shit with the fuck, but then they just have neon or tie dye spats. That's funny. That is funny. Are they tight? They're very tight. If they're very tight, I'm not training with you. But if they have shorts on over it. Okay, fine. Then it's fine. Fine, fine. It's fine. <laughs> or uh, what's it called? Okay, back on back again when I trained in the U. I fucking had a lot of ridiculous colored geese. Like I would buy white geese pre-owned on eBay and just dye them ridiculous colors. Like yeah. we had tie dye, we had fucking let's see tie dye, lilac, purple, uh, blue fucking speckly, blue blue denim. I literally dyed one blue denim color. You know, and, you know, it was fun because fuck white geese. <laughs> yeah, have, have a bit of fun. Like I just don't like people who can't have a bit of crack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, especially now that I don't do gi anymore, what's the point of having just a normal white gi? It makes no difference for me. Like, and I have a pinky from Suave as well. Jesus Christ. Obviously. But it's this one is a stone one. I have a, a bear that smokes weed on the back. I have a heart with um, two hands lighting up a joint over here. And uh, ten planets on the back. Gee whiz, all the 10 planet stereotypes have been hit at once. Fuck me. <laughs> Is it true all they say? All the 10 planet stereotypes where they, they call all the moves like, let's, let's call an arm drag to the back. Uh, uh, guys, call it a full rotation and a planet orbit, man. Yep, yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, I'm not I, even kidding. Like, we all smoke weed, we're all 
conspiracy theorist nut. Um, we all talk about anything um, conspiracy-wise. Um, we do, yes, all the moves are named over, I don't know, even know where the moves come from with the twister and the truck and the crucifix. I don't know where they're coming from, but yes, all the stereotypes that you hear about 10 Planet, they're true. All right. Just the other day, we were doing turtle rounds in the gym where you had to take someone's back or just pin them. And I tried this weird fancy thing to crucifix. And the guy was, was like, man, look, stop doing fancy shit, man. Just like your normal shit will work. And then I do the rolling truck thing and take his back off it. And he's like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never nah, notice just... how much that move, it it's useful. Yeah, I use that... it all the time and I didn't even know what that was before. Yeah, like this old school guy, uh, literally just a cat wrestler dude. And I was rolling with him once and he tries to calf slice me like with the truck. And I stomp and take his back and I, you know, I put him in a twister for a second to take the back. And he's like, shit, I didn't even know you could do that. And he he knew about the truck and the calf slicer. And he's like, shit, I didn't know about that. Yeah, a, I mean, knowledge. new school jujitsu, right? Like, yeah. I think it, it, it was we got this thing in breakdancing as well, you know, we got the, the old school breakdancing and then you got the new school breakdancing and the new school all do like all the fancy stuff or flying on their hands, you know, they call air flares, spinning on their backs to their head and all the fancy stuff. And then the old school jujitsu, sorry, old school breakdancing are all about, you know, the music, dancing, you know, having fun, all that. So it's, it's funny because the more I'm into jujitsu, the more similarities I find between jujitsu and breakdancing. It's it's funny. Um, mm. Yeah. Do old school breakdancers get all foot bent out of shape like black like some black belts? They're like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a black belt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, you, you, know, you can't the, you can't escape it. No matter where you go, you always have people getting notions. Yes. Yes. Get, exactly. Get, you yeah. can't. I can't get away from it. I know. I think it, the problem is, is that I'm doing, so to say, man-made sports, or you know, like men used to do it at the beginning. And what are you talking about? Jiu-jitsu was made and... by God and Jesus Christ, not by men. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh God, it's true. I wish he would promote me to purple too. <laughs> well, Jesus was a brown belt. <laughs> was it brown? He had a, in all his, he has like a stringy brown belts all the time in all his robes. Oh, yeah, that is true. Never got to black. He didn't need one. No, you, <laughs> look, you know how it is when your dad is your coach. It's a bit, a bit fucking awkward, you know. Sometimes you get held oh, back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your man, he, he just wouldn't promote his son Jesus to, to black belt. State of it. Yeah. And our fucking what was I saying? <clears throat> That's it. Uh, I don't know you, where we... uh, sorry. Uh, would you say you're like a conventional 10 planet person now that you do all the crackhead control and rubber guard stuff and all the what's it uh stoner zombie shit um, that's, that's no. accurate. I would say no because um I did come from a gay background I've done gay for two and a half years before I've gone fully no gay yeah I know stop stop making that face I know. I'm puking in my mouth too as I'm talking about gay. Um, <laughs> um, but no, not yet. So 
I do a lot of, I play a lot of guard. Um, I try to play a lot of rubber guard, but because of my knees, I, I can't necessarily do that right now. My knees are, both of them, they're gone. They're fucked. Both of them. Is that so, just from breakdancing or from training in the gi? <laughs> well, the it started with breakdancing. I've had a knee surgery in 2017, way before I started jiu-jitsu. Um, and it was actually funny because that's why I got into jiu-jitsu in the first place. I've had my knee surgery in 2017. It took me about a year to come back from it. And I lost the love for competing in breakdancing. Just throughout that year, I just couldn't get myself to go back to start training hard again for competitions and all that. And I needed something else. And eventually in 2019, I found jiu-jitsu. Well, if you want to avoid knee pain, you picked a great sport. <laughs> I've a... noticed that. I know. I, I thought, I mean, at least at the beginning with the gi, I never had knee injuries. As soon as I started no gi, they went again. I don't know what's it about no gi, but unfortunately, with my breakdancing background, no gi works a lot better. Mm. Like all the, the movements and everything, they're exactly the same. The the muscles that we use are exactly the same. And let's be honest, spinning on my back helps my berimbolos. <laughs> uh, that's it. Do you do many berimbolos? Fucking, because some people are of the mind that no gi berimbolos don't even work. I don't know. I, I spin a lot um, and I confuse people. So I think it works. I think it, it really, for me anyway, um, it works a lot. Mm. Because I now, play a lot of guard and I have to kind of invert because people always go around trying to pass my guard. Mm. Now, you can't really put a price on the art of confusion because if people don't know what you're doing, you're going to get them. Exactly. Especially now that I've started covering their mouth and nose as well when mm. I do things like arm bars. I've seen it on Instagram. It was a thing <laughs> that I saw and I was like, oh, you can cover their mouth and then go to arm bar. Yes, I will. <laughs> Okay, now some people think that's scummy and fucking, you know, not 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 very nice. But fuck it, so if it's sub, locks, right? sub only, you're not you're if it's if you're allowed, do it, do it. Like I done one competition where they're like, yeah, everything is allowed. You're allowed heel hooks in the gi when you're blue belt. You're allowed to cover people's mouths. You can do the muffler. I'm like, cool. I literally just put my hand on someone's mouth to pass their guard when I was in half guard. It's like, cool. And then <laughs> I done done this a little. I put my yeah, I put my hand in their mouth first and. Pinch your nose a tiny bit. It's oh like, no, hey. that's even worse. <laughs> it's so annoying. But look, if it's it's illegal, fucking do it. It's legal, exactly. You know uh, the law. You know there's no law against it. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen it on Instagram, so therefore it helps, right? It works. You know, speaking of Ten Planet and conspiracy, conspiratorial thinking, is there any conspiracy theories you believe are actually true? Ooh. I mean, not all of them, obviously, but let's not forget the pandemic. That mm. is the big Sus. one. Sus. <laughs> that is a big, big one. 9-11. That is another one. I'm not going to get into it, but it's way too not believable thinking that Bin Laden flew three plane, two planes in them, and then because of the fuel... You know, come on. No, man. no, I, I get you, I get you. Come on, it's just that like, there's been people that are good into demolitions, um, building demolitions, and they said it's exactly, it's exactly what happened. So, you know, it's not believable. And then that you killed him and threw him in the sea, it's like, come on now. 
Like, no, I will say this though. There is one really funny thing that I okay, it just popped up at the right time. So it was just after Bin Laden, they killed him and allegedly threw him in the sea and stuff. Mm. You know, uh, you know, allegedly, allegedly. Sure, it's a, sure, it's a, sure the official did. story. <laughs> the official mm-hmm. story was okay. Yeah, I love Irish humor and like the fact you know. These guys, they timed this so well. It was just after Bin Laden was killed. It was like a week or so later. And they just put up a fucking very shaky, shitty... You know how these shitty old phone videos from like 2010 were? Yeah. Bin Laden's body washes up on the coast of Galway. And they just have some guy in a white turban just like face down in the beach. And they're like, oh, sure, this was Alan Bin Laden. Fucking this as well. And they look away for a second. And your man's just running up the fucking beach, just fucking running away. <laughs> it's just, it's only like a minute long, but it is comedy gold in my opinion because like because you know how how, sh- how shit those videos are when you're scrolling down it kind of looks like oh shit that might be real and seen as it's short like oh what's this about <laughs> wow i did not know that i didn't see that mm. okay it was okay too fair it was only in ireland and it was like okay. 10 years ago so like i don't know i'll send send it to you later it's fucking i think it's fucking hilarious it's hilarious mm. oh yeah, but I think those two are the ones that I, I can think of. The rest, I, I don't really look into or whatever, you know. It's Eddie and his... his what about the, the moon landing, bro? Oh, man, that one. I don't know. I don't care, you know. Maybe they did. Maybe they faked it. I don't know. Um, no, I just don't... Okay, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not well-versed in this whole people might think. You know, some people think I'm all conspiracy, conspiratorial, but I'm like... I, okay, I don't get why they why why they lie about the moon landing. Like, what's the point? Yeah. What's the yeah. benefit? I mean, but, there's a lot of things, right? Aliens, right? Mm. Area fifty three, fifty one, fifty one. <laughs> oh man! I don't I don't think Area fifty three is that important. No, I don't think so. But Area fifty one, yes. <laughs> right. do, do, do you remember when those guys wanted to raid Area fifty one? That was pretty funny. Yes, yes, yeah, I saw it. That was pretty funny. Or what's they're like? Oh, the guys, let's just narrow to run. And the fucking bullets will dodge all the bullets. That's gas. <laughs> or um, what's it called? So there was this guy. He made a video about it. But any any video on YouTube that uses, you remember how it is? If you use the word COVID, your fucking video gets censored and suppressed. Yep. Same thing. If you use Area Fifty One, it like doesn't show up as much in search bars. Hmm. So your so your man titled the video the area between Area Fifty and Fifty Two. He just oh. called it. That's literally the name of the video. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the video. <laughs> and it's just a joke. It's just a joke video about the raid. He's like, the area between 50 and 52. Right. So it doesn't get suppressed. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I like little yeah, workarounds. I like yeah. little workarounds. I mean, we had to do that with COVID, didn't we? We couldn't type in COVID. We couldn't type in Corona. What else couldn't we type in? Pandemic? Yeah, that was a bit, a bit, bit, a bit, bit you know, sus, a bit suspect yeah very suspect like why are you shutting everyone down and why are you bringing these fact checkers like i don't even think they mm. i mean how how who are they and how do they yeah. get facts from you, you know, know they're, uh, they're totally unbiased no look yeah look i just don't like you know we all knew the crack or what's it one thing that was pretty funny this is more in the whole because i followed a bunch of people on instagram who were like all against the lockdown, a few people who were like anti-vax and stuff. And the funniest thing was they couldn't even say vaccine. Now, like I'm not one of these, I'm not one of these people. But I like I follow a bunch of people to see what people are thinking and what they're saying, so I can get a f- different perspective on stuff. 
they couldn't even say the word vaccine without getting suppressed. So they there was like a thing in the Irish like one of a community of like people like against lockdowns where they'd say, Oh, if you don't want to get your maxine, they'd call it the maxine, like a woman maxine. And nice. like just to get around the fucking skirt around the thing, getting suppressed on the Instagram. I was like, okay, that's kind of that's pretty funny that there's like an in joke with these people. Yeah, yeah. And then, say what you want about that, but that is pretty funny. And the pandemic was the scamdemic. If you yeah, put scamdemic, like, you wouldn't get shut down. That was funny. Or my my one where, because I ranted and raved about it for ages, like I was pointed out a bunch of hypocrisy and shit. I look back on those posts, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was real fucking angry back then. And Jesus Christ. Like, oh, I just did put, you look I, back? Yeah, I, I looked back, look back at mine. Yeah, it was a uh, bro bid. That was funny. I used that for a while because I wouldn't get suppressed. Mm, nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't look back at mine, but I used to share a lot as well like I wasn't anti-covid or anti-vaccine or whatever I just didn't want it for me like mm. why should if you know that saying if it's not broke don't fix it yeah if if I didn't get covid at all and I didn't no offense I've had a cold in 2021 at the beginning of 2021 and that's it yeah and I didn't even I mean I didn't take a test I don't care I stayed at yeah. home for 10 days I was like you know what if it's COVID whatever stay at home 10 days that's the funny thing like I okay I wasn't even careful and I didn't catch it at all yeah like I was was training training the whole time wasn't being careful I was like fuck it I don't care but like to be fair what's it called the funniest thing though I put up when they first introduced the fact checker thing Uh, guys I swear to god this will stop being the COVID episode in a minute I swear to god what's it called um for all the two twos of people that are listening uh fuck was it oh yeah the fact checker bar i put up a bunch of things like oh yeah uh the vaccine will make your dick longer and give you a six-pack where's the fact checker bar because like they should put it like if this is this is true so are they gonna put a thing under saying it's not true or two plus two is 17 where's the fact checker bar i put up a few posts like that i'm like well this doesn't work (laughs) yeah i mean i've I've put up loads of posts but yeah, it, it just makes no sense. That's all mm. to me. It made no sense. I've trained the whole time. Like I, like I said, I've um, I've moved everything in my living room and padded my whole living room. And I used to have people come down all the time because why not? Why, yeah, not? why not? You know, my neighbors were kindly enough to not report us to the police, which was good. Um, and we kept training, and I never wore a mask or anything. So, and I was fine. And if I don't need the vaccine, why should I take it? If I'm fine this whole entire time, it's like, why, why should I take it? Not like I'm uh, against it, you know? I've never been like, if people want to take it, that's up to them. But you should really look at what you're taking before you take them. Mm. Nah, you know, to each their own. But that's the thing, okay, like, to each their own, do what you want. Mm. You do you. All right, so to get back to jiu-jitsu, <laughs> what's Sorry. the most, di- that's nah, cool, what's the, mo- what's the most disliked thing in the BJJ community, in your opinion, like, what's your thing you hate most about jiu-jitsu people? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh. oh, well, um, I guess all the BJJ guys with girlfriends and all that being in other girls' DMs. Uh, coaches dating students okay here's my stance on coaching dating coaches dating their students okay look if you genuinely okay say you're a coach and someone signs up and you genuinely forge a good connection with someone and you decide to start dating them and they're your student i think everybody you should get the benefit of that one time 
everybody gets one. You get you can get away with that one time where you you know you mesh well with someone, you start going out with them, but they're your student. You're all you're both adults. No one's being you know taken advantage of. If it becomes a pattern where you routinely go out with people who train under you, then you're just a fucking a bit of a fucking scumbag who's just like, yeah, I'm a coach here. I'm the man. Do you want to, you know, you want to, you want to go on a few dates? You might get a few stripes next week. Right. Yeah, I know. Maybe. Uh, you know, obviously that's an exaggeration. And to be fair, I haven't met, you know, I've met a few black belts who go out with their students, but like, like to be fair, they were going out before they started jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like I, my, like I said, if you gen, if someone starts training under you and you genuinely get on with them and, you know, there's a genuine connection and you just, you know, you, you like each other. I think, you know, you can get away, you know, everybody gets one. You get, you know, you're like, yeah, look, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. One time. Sure. One time. It becomes a yeah. pattern. It's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. But that's a problem. Like, there's a lot of them that have a pattern of continuously either, either being in students' DM or, you know, calling, um, masking their mouth and things like that. I mean, I, I've had black belts not even coaches the black belts in my gms asking me out and the problem is they just don't get no you know they try again and again and then eventually they get the idea but it's just weird because for, for me like i try to be nice you know i try to be nice smile with everyone and all that but the problem is they take it the wrong way they think if i smile at them and it's funny because i've had a guy not this any over the but any year before that, um, I didn't compete because I had my knee injury. But I came down to support my friend, my friend, my my teammate that was also doing any and she won and she did really well. Um, but um, there was a guy, I don't even know who he is. I don't remember even seeing him. But he DM'd me after the NEO and said, um, I saw you smiling at me and I wanted to know what was behind that smile. And in my head, the first thing I thought was like a, a punch, a fucking punch. That's behind that smile. And then I, I uh, thought about it the whole day. It's like, who did I smile to? I smile at everyone because I'm happy, you know? I'm in an environment where I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the, the people and all that. So I'm having fun. I did have loads of fun at the last NEO. Um because I couldn't, I couldn't do it, unfortunately. I was supposed to be on the card, did my knee in, couldn't do it. But I was still there to support my friends. And Maybe it's all the flying guillotines that are doing your knees in. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 trust me, no, it wasn't that. But the funny thing is, is that when my knee went, it was the dumbest thing you can think of. It was just from God passing, literally God passing. It just got caught. Um, I was... Inverted guard, upside down. I know that. Pendigard? Sorry? We call that pendigard, like we're just in butterfly, but you're on your shoulders, like meat inversion. I just call that pendigard. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the one I was doing. And just my knee got caught in between her belly as she was trying to go to the side. And I didn't go to the side with her, kind of, kind of stay static, but my knee went with her and it, it, my PCO just tore. You yeah. know what's crazy? You never hear about those ligaments when they're doing something right. You only ever hear about a meniscus when it's torn. This fucking bitch-ass ligament never doing its job right. Yeah, but maybe you're the one that's making it not doing its job right, right? Like, all the stuff that I'm doing, and I know, like, all the, the rubber guard and triangles and all the stuff that I'm trying to do, it is what it 
it really done my knee in in the first place and I think also more pressure on my knees and obviously being 34 um that kind of feeling yeah I know right I'm 34 it, it sucks and I, I think you've seen it in the Enyo screenshot thingy she was 17 I was 34 she was I'm double her age so this is why I did not break dance because I could have gone there, you know, submit her and say, stay in school or something or um, <laughs> don't don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, something or, you know, like, yeah, and then start break dancing. I didn't want that because she was 17 and she just became blue. I just didn't want to do that to her, you know. No, nah, I get you. Like, you don't do a victory dance after certain victories, bro. Yeah, you do a victory dance if you go against someone that's really tough. So, you know, like the, the next one. Um, really tough that wins all the time and blah 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 then then I will break dance so next time get me something someone really tough at my level and I'll break dance okay so what's it called what if, what if you lose next time are you gonna do a you know a not victory dance yeah I'll just walk off the mat <laughs> <laughs> like I did in Northern Submission Series so Northern Submission Series last year in November um, I went in, but I went in way too early with my knee. So my knee couldn't even fully bend. I couldn't like sit in guard. But I was stupid enough to just go, oh, yeah, I'm still going to do it. Fine, I'm still going to do it. So I went in. And obviously I had various mental um, mental breaks and no, no mental break, mental. Um, I don't know how to say it. I couldn't think properly. Like nothing would come as soon as I got to a, to a position. A into blocks. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I got to in a position, everything just went. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I don't know how to get out anymore kind of thing. So mental blocks, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. I've had loads of mental blocks. Um, plus, my knee was on well still. So that was the only reason I, I lost. And I did tell the guys that I like, oh, if I win, I'll break dance. But then I didn't win. So I just go off the mats like, mm. <laughs> uh, Did you have a really fucking intricate one planned as well? What, the break dancing part? Yeah. Yeah, uh, bro. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, have fun. Like, it's always going to be on the music. So whatever music I'm going to choose, I'm going to break dance on. That's why I had Fort Minor um, remember my name at Northern Submission Series. And that would have been perfect to break dance. Unfortunately, I didn't win. Mm. Um, Enio, however, I had a girly song because it's a girly um, competition. Really? The all-women's event is a girly competition? Yeah. And the woman wearing an all-pink fucking Noki set is wanted to do a girly competition? Sometimes. I mean, most of the time, no, but yes, yes. <laughs> so this time I chose a girl. It's, like, it's, like, it's like that meme. It's like, well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, no. Um, but yeah, I, I chose a girly song. And because of that, it wasn't necessarily good enough to break dancing. I could have still done it. I could have still done it. But as a, a B girl that have been break dancing for 12 years, I need to feel the music. I need to hear the music, you know. So when I will be breakdancing, I will choose a good song, a hip-hop song that I really love. And, uh, yeah, I'll do a – I mean, what I normally would do is dance a little bit on the, the music and then I'll do some windmills, some backspins, maybe some head spins, depending how good the floor is. We'll see if I don't lose my hair on the floor. Um, and then a freeze. And then I'll come up like 
this is me. <laughs> well, that okay. Anything's okay. That sounds good. But anything is better than Jersida, the typical Brazilian black belt victory thing when they win, where they just take both the geese out and just like uh, pound the Ooh, chest. Like yes. that's anything's better than that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, see oh. people. Oh, dude, this actually happened. One of my friends, this guy I know from America, he got disqualified in the finals of Nogi Worlds for reaping the leg. Right. Right. Now look, shit happens. It was a bit on the bit on the less reapy side. It was a bit of an early stoppage. But then your man who won the worlds by DQ. Now look, it's not your it's not his fault if his opponent does something that warrants a DQ. Fine, whatever. We're all friends here. But he does a victory dance after winning by DQ. Imagine winning the worlds by DQ and doing a fucking victory dance. Fox or winning the worlds by, or winning just by breaking someone's knee and then doing a victory dance. That's still not right. Even oh, now. yeah. Like we saw that video of the brown belts like ripping a heel hook and snapping your man's leg. Mm. Well, like he did really, you know, don't do victory dances after you like injure someone and be a prick. Uh, yeah. But to be, you know, if you want to injure someone and be a prick, that's your own business. You know, we all want to win. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we don't do victory dance Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just be a bit more respectful, you know. We talk about respect in jiu-jitsu a lot, but when it comes to those things, like that's when you should have more respect, especially for your, your partner. I mean, if I would injure someone, I'd be mortified. I wouldn't be there like, yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, are you okay? Can I help you? Can I do something? You know, I'd be really, I'd feel really bad because I know I did it. Uh, yeah, guilty, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Your no. Honor, I know I broke his leg, but he should have tapped. Yeah, yeah, well. Or that's another that thing. Well. Yeah. There's that. Uh, like, to be fair, I, you know, the way I think about it is like, you know, literally, okay, the guy who taught me leg locks, he's like, look, if someone doesn't want to tap to choke, put them to sleeve. They don't want to tap to an arm bar. I don't know. If they want their arm broken, that's their own business. But everyone is a fucking retard when it comes to legs and they'll fucking spin out of shit. Just let go of stuff, all right? If it's competition, fine. But when you're in the gym, let go and just be like, look, don't spin out of the heel look this way or I would have broken your fucking leg, all right? So don't do that. Yeah. You know. But if you want to break someone's arm, go crazy. (laughs) Yeah, but the problem is they don't really teach leg locks that much. So when I was a white belt um, at my old academy you wasn't allowed to do nogi until you got to blue obviously oh, I was a that, white is, belt, so, so, that is so lame man oh my god i know and then i didn't know anything about nogi and then after the pandemic they've opened up the nogi to uh white belts with three stripes and above so again white belts with one stripe two stripes couldn't do it um so i didn't my, my nogi was i didn't really know what nogi was and then when I did get to know gi, I would do gi stuff. You know, I would hold on to things and sometimes grab the rash guard and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> or the stacks. <laughs> I know. Um, or so yeah, <laughs> Sorry, um, this nearly happened yesterday. So I was at Open Mat. Most people, you know, Open Mat is just whatever. You do gi or you do no gi, whatever. I just do no gi, but there's guys there with gis on. They have rash guards under. I'm like, drawing a no gi around. They're like, cool. And I go to do a no gear on this guy, and he's so wrecked from his last round. He's just looking at me. He's ready to go, and he has his geese still on. I just look at him, like, bro. He's like, what? I'm like, take your fucking jacket off, man. Unless you want me to grab you, because I fucking will. <laughs> he's like, because, man, why would you? Okay, I see this, at, like, because 
You know, in like old school MMA fights or actually at ADCC, you're allowed to wear a gi. You're allowed to wear a gi in ADCC, but no one does because it's, why would you? It's fucking stupid. It's a, That's weird. It's very, very, very silly. Now, mm-hmm. but like if you're rolling with someone in a gi and if you have a gi on, they have no gi on. You're fucking yourself. They can grab you, man. Because literally, this is funny. When I was a white belt one time, this guy, we were, it was in a gi class. We were doing no uh, clothes guard rounds. He just got so sweaty and tired. He just took his gi jacket off and kept rolling. And I'm just like, are you allowed to do that? And the coach saw, he's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, dude, I got sweaty. He's like, I don't care if you're sweaty. Put your jacket back on, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, you, you're supposed to get sweaty. It's jujitsu. If you didn't get sweaty, you didn't don't work out me. enough. You didn't don't do it me. enough. <laughs> <laughs> or, okay. okay. What's the silliest thing you've seen someone do in a jiu-jitsu class? Because, like, it's like a psychological phenomenon. Because, like, it's like hygiene and manners. People just forget them. Like, people will come in smelling the shit or stepping their feet on the mats. I'm like, dude, have you not ever been to, like, somewhere that has mats before? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Do you not get the memo that you can't wear shit? Like, everyone's done a karate class when they're, like, 10 years old. Even fucking Sensei Steve over there tells you not to wear shoes on the mat. Yeah, I mean, we have to write everywhere, so there's a big, big sign before you get to the mats, please take your shoes off, because people still do it. Yeah. People still do not take their shoes off, regardless. You know, I mean, um, <laughs> our gym does a lot of um, classes for um, underprivileged kids they are free and stuff so maybe they don't necessarily know um, the etiquette of jiu-jitsu so like they have to slap all that but I'm saying that but even um, kickboxing guys they, they come in with their shoes and do whatever you know they don't think about it so yeah we have to we have to put it down um, all the time um, but the what was you what was your actual question Oh, yeah. Sorry. What was the stupidest thing you've seen someone do in a jiu-jitsu class because they just forgot how basic manners and etiquette or social awareness works? Um, there was a guy that came in and started training in underwear. So, like, helping climb actual underwear, just shorts. <laughs> uh, no. you, you were just compl- you were complaining about the spats and <laughs> what he was wearing. He was just so it- underwear, just the the underwear pants thingy uh no no top no nothing and he had an earring on and he started going around the class and asking all the girls to roll was uh, this not was this an elaborate troll errington no was the camera somewhere <laughs> no no it's just genuinely that's how he thought that jujitsu works and obviously wanted to train with girls but he eventually got kicked out of the gym because he got way too possessive with one of the girls and uh, she made a complaint, formal complaint, and he got kicked out. To be honest, we were all complaining. like, why is he training in underwear? This is weird, you know? It's like, at least buy some spats. Yeah, dude, come on. You know, it's like, if I have to see it, at least wear something regular. <laughs> did, he, did he at least have a decent fucking body? Like, did he have a six pack or something? Because then no. you could put up with him not wearing a shirt. No, no, that's Bro. the thing. Like, I, I can't put up him to die. I don't like what I'm seeing. Oof. So, yeah. did, he, did he roll up with a dad bod and the fucking Calvin Klein jocks on? <laughs> I bet you there was a hole in the waistband as well. <laughs> I, I didn't look, and there might be holes in other places too. I, I did not <laughs> want to look, but... Uh, <laughs> I, bet yeah, you I bet you there's skid marks after he rolls at the black belts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, yeah um that some some people are weird 
Honestly, man. Or what's it called? Uh, that's it. There was this one. Um, this guy was okay. So it was open guard rounds. And this guy just starts doing. This guy is big and strong. He just starts doing up kicks, up kicks, up kicks. And he's like a bicycle up kick, like Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. It's like, Whoa. like, because your man doesn't pass his guard. And one of the guys has to be like, dude, there's no fucking kicking in jiu-jitsu. It's fucking grappling. Are you stupid or something? <laughs> like, dude, it's a grappling sport. Kicking is, kicking striking, you fucking idiot. And like, because if you kick someone, this guy's big and strong and you can generate a lot of power with an up kick. Like, people get fucked up at up kicks. You could have fucked someone up real bad. And your man is like, yeah, uh, I better not see that ever again, bro. Better not see that ever again. Yeah, he's chosen the wrong sport. Jesus Christ. Or uh, what was it? Fucking. Oh, yes. Yeah, this one time, uh, I think it was a high rollers competition. Your man is like, it's like an open weight. Your man's arm barring a guy. And he just picks him up and like just shakes him off and your man lands in his head. And a whole bunch of people are like, oh, you know, that, fuck that guy for slamming him. I'm like, well, just let go of the submission, bro, and you won't get slammed. Just, just a, That just, reminds me. Just a thought. Yeah, that reminds me of something. My first, first ever academy. I used to, um, when I started, I used to start like 10 minutes down the road from here. Um, it's just a tiny academy, but it was all heavyweights. Just heavyweights. Um, and one of the guys got, um, got trapped in an armbar. He lifted the guy up, went to the side of the mat uh, on the wall and started bashing him <laughs> against the wall. I've seen that a bunch, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, but it's that uh, that's not right, you know, that guy. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry. That's so that's very funny. That's like the comedic angle where like, you know, like I you know, I if someone's lighter than me and they're in, you know, they're trying to be I jokingly pick them up and jokingly make them think I'm gonna slam them, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> or like no. you know. You know, I've seen that before. They just whack him off the wall. And, you know, if you're having, like, if you're friends with the person and you're just having the crack, that's okay. Like, if one of my friends did that to me, I think it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, guys do that to me all the time. I, I catch them in things. They pick me up and then put me back down just because they can. But this guy was serious. Oh. Seriously went to the wall, bashed him, like, really hard until we fell off his arm. I think I saw that in an MMA fight one time. Your man, who was in the middle of the octagon, he like got triangled. He picked your man up and started spinning around like 360. And with the spin, just walloped him into the fucking wall. And then your man just fell off. I, wow. I'll try and find the clip somewhere, but it was just fucking really funny. That's hilarious. Or this one. T- okay, okay. That's it. I'll, I'll shut up in a second about random shit I saw. But okay, I know these guys, they run a gym. It's just as a joke. They had they were showing how to get someone from turtle to like take their back or get them out of turtle. Your man just grabbed your one's collar and her belt and just picked her up and spun around in circle and just sent her flying across the mat. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, or they're trying to choke you in their belt. <laughs> okay, that's weird because it's like a gray area. I'm like, I think you're allowed to choke them with your belt if your belt is done but you can't choke them with their own belts yeah like if you have them in crucifix you can choke them with the belt it's it's a fucking weird one mm. oh what's it called all right so i got a few random questions here for you just a few you know a few random ones yeah. <laughs> okay Super. yeah what dinosaur do you think would be best suited for jujitsu? 
that's a tough one. Probably Tyrannosaurus Rex because he's got so, short arms, so you can't armbar him. But he can't do shit to you because his tiny ass limbs. He might be able to do a flying triangle or a fucking I don't know, a tail bar or something. Yeah, tail. Yeah, totally. They can wrap around your neck with his tail and choke you out. Uh, what's it? What's that fucking big one? I don't know, the Stegosaurus or something. Oh no, no, this this the this really one. tall one. The oh no, sorry, I was thinking a different one with like the big spikes on its back. You can't uh, take its back. Brontosaurus, right? Yeah, yeah, because you can't take its back because it has spikes in it. True, but he can't do anything to you. He can just like sit inside control. Yeah, he can stall and win by advantage. True, true, true. I'm more of a submission hunter, so I'd go for more dinosaurs that can do some things to you rather than just sit inside control well, well the obvious answer is velociraptor because they're fucking small sleek agile medium-sized True. limbs in proportion to the rest of their body True. you know didn't think about that one but you could heel hook a velociraptor yeah i do feel like one i could heel hook a velociraptor 100 mm, yeah <laughs> or maybe okay. a triceratops they'd be a nice uh you know stocky they could wrestle people you know nice fucking sprawl and brawl sort of guy <laughs> don't know you think i need to see him in action yeah these things that have been dead for 65 million years let's see him in action right <laughs> yeah that'll be sick mm. or speaking of it, like if you could bring back any of those creatures like say like a mammoth or a saber-toothed tiger or something what one would you bring back and why or something like that like it could be a dinosaur or just an extinct animal that you could bring back mm. don't know Probably choose something big like a mammoth or um, Ronto. Mm. Something think... big that I can travel with, that can be like at the top because I'm small. I'm I'm five two. I, I cannot even reach my own wrecking cupboard, and because of that, I need something that makes me feel taller. So, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, like, I'd pick Mammoth as well, because have you played Skyrim and the fucking Mammoths are walking around? It's pretty cool. Yeah, I played Ark, and then Ark still has those, you know, all the dinosaurs and um, Mammoths and everything, so you can play around and have them as pets and things like that and ride them around. They're really, really cool. don't know Mm. if you ever played Ark. Nah, I tried to install it, but it's really big, and my PS4 Mm, had no fucking memory left. I only yeah. just got a PS5 there the other day, so we'll see. I might I might install that on it. Go for it if you like it. But yeah, it's really really cool. Like you, you start naked with a, a torch and a. Okay, there lighter. was a there was a flicker in your eye when you said you're starting naked. You're a <laughs> well, fucking. It's, just, it's like you were born in real life. You know, you were born naked. You. You don't, you don't just wake up in the woods naked though, unless you've had a really good weekend. True. True. Not with a torch and a rock in your hand, and that's it. As like, are you? Do you like them survival games and stuff like fucking the forest or something like that? Um, I played Rust for a long, long time. So Rust is a survival game, um, quite big. I played it since it was an alpha, way before it even came out, beta and everything. So I even used to run five different servers, gaming servers, on that because I'm a big gamer. You probably see my, my. Yeah, I, I, I see your fancy chair, bro. <laughs> yes. Well, my setup. I have yeah, an Instagram account for it. So, yeah. yeah, actually, I followed that last night. I was like, is that your one? Kind of looks like her. Okay, it is her. 
Yes, definitely me. Yes, I, I try to keep them a bit separate, but I do share them every now and then. But yeah, I'm a I'm a big gamer, big gamer. Mm. Nah, see, I can never get into. Okay, I have shit internet. I live in the middle of nowhere. My internet is shit, so I can never really get into PC stuff. You know, <clears throat> I don't know. I just prefer playing fucking PS Five and stuff because I'm yeah. simple, yeah. simple, simple sort of guy. <laughs> that, that works too. Whatever. It's fine, mm. but yeah, I, I get it more the internet and all that. Internet in London is very, very good. I just upgraded to 250 megs, so don't want to make you jealous all. or anything. But, you know. The best we can manage is 30. The best we can manage on a good day is 30 megs. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, is like dial up. No, you did. Hey, I'll say something funny. I didn't actually have internet until I was 11 or 12. Okay, I, I didn't actually have internet until I was about. about or something yeah well like i'm twin okay i'm 23 i i've only had the internet for the past okay that's years. weird yeah that's weird because well, like, i lived in romania so like my you know not having internet kind of makes sense plus i'm 34 so you know i'm much older than you it makes sense but for you i don't know look we just lived in rural ireland and there's there was no fucking internet or we had mm. internet but it was so shit that like you couldn't do anything with it we couldn't even and plus there was no netflix or anything and i wasn't super into facebook or social media at the time mm-hmm. obviously now because like uh, i make memes and terrible podcasts i have to be in social media <laughs> true true do you prefer it now than before when you didn't used to have internet uh, was life better back then before the internet yes and no <laughs> in some ways yes and no <laughs> <laughs> that's it okay here's a good one if you could create your own wacky rule set for jiu-jitsu like it's just a piss take a joke what would you like what sort of weird rules would you add mm. I'm, i imagine it'll incorporate breakdancing in some way because like you know how it is for like more some muay thai fights where you come out and you fucking go into the ring and you do a little dance they do like a ceremonial thing if there's like a super close fight the, mar- the way they break the tie is whoever done a better dance at the start. This is only in rare occasions, though, from what I heard. Like, I heard that one time. Oh, oh nice. So, so mm-hmm. how about if there's a sub-own? Oh, sorry, I'll let you do your thing, and then I'll say my terrible idea later. <laughs> I mean, it has to be a sub only one. But um, I'd probably add things like uh, slapping the person on the back of the heads. If they got the back. That's one. You get extra points if you slap yeah. them in the back. How about you, if you call them a dingus as well, you get two points. Yeah, you, I want one where you can whisper shit in their ears and be okay. Like you can just be like, "You're such a bitch." <laughs> or how about if you take someone's back and give them three consecutive wet willies, you win. Oh man, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if if you can get three consecutives, yeah. Sure. Well, you're controlling them so well, yeah. you can get three wet willies on them. Exactly, exactly. Or, or uh, uh, if you put a Renee choke on and with a nuggie, you know, you get extra points. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, what else? Gi versus nogi. <laughs> What's one person's wearing the gi, one person's yes. wearing the nogi? Yep. Well, then the person wearing the nogi is just going to win. They grab the person in the gi, pull X guard, put them in a heel hook. Yeah, but you got to make a point that no gi is more superior, and that's the only way you can do it. Okay, bro. Or <laughs> right, what's it called? So, sorry. So to bring bring it back to that terrible point about the the weird dances at the start of the thing, how about 
you know, well then again, you're just going to win this rule set where you do a weird fucking break dance or do a, you know, little do it do a dance Lana before the fucking before the match. There's a draw, there's no sub. Uh, she done a better dance. It doesn't even matter that she had the back for seven minutes. The other person, she done a better dance. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. Right, I mean, I, to... I wouldn't break dance before uh, a fight because I get quite oh. nervous. It's a warm up, bro. It is a warm up, but what if you crash on your head or on your face way before the match started? Do the match anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that's you already. Your confidence already gone out of the window. Well, dude, you're hardly going to embarrass yourself a second time in the span of a few minutes. So you've already gotten the embarrassment out of the way. So it's liberating. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know. You're already walking out there with fucking pink nogi sets on. I think we. I think you're not scared of being hu- embarrassed or humiliated then. Oh, no, no, no. That's not an issue for me whatsoever. You, you you're see me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Aaron, no. I, or, okay. If I, I had if I had to fall down before uh, a match, that wouldn't go well. Say like, oh yeah, I'm you know doing all these things, you know, being all cool, and then I do like a head spin on my face. No, just just act like it was on purpose, like really flop off it, and just like I know, act like you're dead. It's like Craig Jones said, you know, he's like, oh, guys, if I'm ever at a seminar and someone taps me out at the seminar. I let them tap me out another 10 times so they think I'm just taking the piss. So, you know, they don't actually know if I meant it or not. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that, man. I really do. Oh, dear. All right, man. Uh, okay, what's the dumbest fucking BJ, BJJ hot take you've seen? Because, like, we've all seen fucking, you know, people on online with their stupid fucking opinions. So what's the some of the silliest opinion you've seen about this very chill and level-headed sport we do? Mm. They're trying to think now. What a question you found. <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much anything on Reddit, because I fucking hate the BGJ subreddit. I really hate it. See, I don't go on Reddit. I hate Reddit in general. I, like, I don't go Reddit at all. Um, just because there's just so much going on and too many opinions. I don't like that. So I'd rather like make my own opinion about anything. So I never go on Reddit. Well, plus um, every, every other day there's fucking drama and stuff about fucking, oh, B-team this and new wave that. or I this think guy. Oh, for me, it's um, everywhere. Well, they keep talking about, you know, there's not enough women matches and blah, blah, blah. Um, that women are boring and things like that. So obviously there's NEO that's doing, you know, women's only. And then they got all the other they're doing no 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 they did the um, under 66 kg tournament last night polaris Mm. um so i think it's more people keep saying there's not enough women's matches and not enough women out there and blah 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 but in fact you know they are um it's just maybe we don't make ourselves known that much you know and maybe they're saying we don't have the platform to make ourselves known and all that so I don't know. To the whole opinion is not enough women's matches. I don't know because Grapple Fest has at least it, I counted eight. I think at the next one, um, and Grapple Fest always had women's matches. So yeah, it's just loads of opinions about mm. you know women's matches and all that. But I, I just don't think all of the opinions are right. I don't know. So okay, you're right in the sense that you know okay. What I think, it's like a two fucking prong thing. Like, you know, so what's it called? Okay, three, okay. I, I, I post, a, I, I repost a lot of the Enyo stuff because I really respect your one, Joanne, because 
instead of because one thing I fucking hate is when let's just say example the thing is oh there's not enough women's matches right now every second you're complaining about something is, is time you could use to fix the problem now I'm not saying this is just a women thing because plenty of men complain about it as well or but they they'll, they'll complain about the problem but not do anything about it but I actually okay the fact that you're one I was actually like okay I'm gonna set up my own thing and it'll be a fucking women's only thing respect you're doing something practical and proactive and you're solving the problem and you know you're you're doing it instead of it's the same thing as like oh there's not enough for this this group in a movie i'm like well make your own fucking movie then with that group of people in it then yeah do it do it yourself instead of like someone else should do it for me i'm like well go fuck yourself dude just do it do it yourself and fucking you know sort the thing out yeah exactly i think it's more the, the society right now is people like to complain to get free shit or more rights or whatever but they don't actually go out and do the things they need to do you know you want more money get a better job get some degrees under your belt something you know you can't just complain all the time dude example like with if he wants to be on one of these invitations or one of these super fights or stuff like i don't know i I don't know if I can speak with much authority in this because I only had like one invitational match, but you got to sell yourself and like, you got to be out there consistently competing. Like, you know, you know, you win some, you lose some, like, I'm not saying you have to win every single fucking match and get quadruple mm. gold at every competition, but people have to know who the fuck you are and you got to sell yourself and you have to have a presence. And like, lots of people, they want to just sit on their hole and be like, Oh, why aren't people hitting me up to do invitations? Like I'm winning matches. Like, but you're not fucking doing anything, man. You all you're doing is winning matches, but you're not make. No one knows who the fuck you are. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, know, I'm exactly. not talking. Sh- I'm not talking shit about anyone in particular. Or this is another. Okay, there's another point as well. Oh, yeah, this is this. This won't just devolve into a podcast bashing women, but like I know several women who train and who compete and who've been on these events or some who are like involved in running some. And like uh, this whole thing where women are like, oh, women support each other in jujitsu. I'm like. That's no, bullshit, man. That's like lots true. of them are very catty. And like I've I've been to gyms where, you know, a woman is training there. She's the only girl. And then a new girl comes and she's like, well, I'm the girl who trains here. So you can go fuck yourself, you know, where they're not actually supporting each other, but they're saying they are. I'm like, yeah, well, which is it, man? Stop fucking spoofing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Like one of the reasons why I left the last one was also the girls. Um they they say they support women but they don't like they've never been in my corner not even once um they yeah they they never wanted to train with me because i was a a blue belt and they were higher belts you know and it's just women don't support each other the way they say they do it's true and um they just complain they just complain instead of actually doing something about it i've had i've known people that are um dm'd me um saying that oh i, I want to be on neo but they're not putting me on it's like but but what did you do to to get to neo you know first you gotta you gotta let them know that you were interested to start with because mm. what you want them to just hit you up to do out of nowhere no first you, you want someone to slide into interested. your dms now <laughs> yeah exactly first you gotta show that you're interested then you gotta show what you got you either do competitions, you know, post reels of your, you know, moves and submissions and things that you've done. You know, you sell yourself. Like you said, you've got to sell yourself. And unfortunately, a lot of people just expect it. 
Mm. No, like you know, like like I said, I've only had one invitational match, and like I was just competing away, doing my own thing. I've gone to like it was Grapple Kings. I've been to a bunch of their competitions before. I know I had I won a match really quick on one of the tournaments, and like uh, you know, your man just hit me up. Literally, I just lost at this one competition and gotten bronze, and I was fucking gutted. And I looked at my phone, and your man had texted me he's like, "We got an opponent for seventy nine kg blue belt. Do you want to fight him?" I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Fuck it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But. I, like you know, shit will shit will come your way if you are just doing doing your own thing. But obviously, you got to put the feelers out there as well. Like I've hit up people, being like, "Oh yeah, can I fight that guy?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, look, he's already taken, but we'll get you another opponent." And you know, sometimes it hasn't worked out, sometimes it has. But you know, you gotta, you can't, you gotta, gotta do the stuff. Yes, exactly. You can't just expect things to come to you. <laughs> All right, okay. I have an idea. I think this is gas. So you know, since. Okay, sometimes on these events and these cards, they'd have like one woman's match. So it's like, feels like a token thing. Mm. How about in the next year, they just have one men's match. So it's like a sort of token thing. It's like, here's our obligatory one men's match. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be just before the main, uh, the main, main match, right? It'll be some, uh, some super fight that's against two good people, right? Like they got, Last night they go Chris uh, Weidman and uh, Owen, so something like that on that kind of level, yeah. Yeah, that that be that be gas. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that would. <laughs> I hope they use that idea. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we got the last question here. So just the last question, and then I'll stop fucking bothering you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have a fake move in your repertoire that you think that actually works? People are like, "Oh, that's bullshit. Doesn't work. It's fake." But you're like, "No, it, it works. It's good." Ooh, just thinking about all the moves that I do. Or even just the way you do the move that seems wrong on the surface, but is actually grand. You know, like some people, they like do a single leg with the head on the outside, which people keep saying is wrong, but some people do it and they do it and they can get away with it. Mm. Just trying to think of all the moves that I do first. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it like that. I never thought about, ooh, what is something that I do wrong or stupid that still works. Mm, I don't know. It's so weird. Like I, I play a lot of guard, that's the thing. I play a lot of guard, a lot of triangles. So maybe maybe I, it's I'm all the panda maybe it's all the panda guard you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean yes, probably doing inverted guard and things like that. Um on people that know what I'm doing it's not going to work mm. like the, the people at my gym know how to shut that down straight away but um people that don't know what I'm doing it's just like whoa why are you still doing whoa what are you doing um it's always because I spin a lot because of my you know breakdancing days and windmills and back spins and all that I'm completely used to it um but also like sitting on my head so like if I have your your back and you you throw me over I fall on my head I'm literally on my head but I'm still holding on and as soon as you move your legs out of the way I'll stick my hooks back in <laughs> or it's like uh fucking what's the thing I had a joke there fuck me I forgot it god damn it it's gonna come back to me the second I fucking do, do something else now what's it god damn it <laughs> okay so guys I think we're gonna end it there Lana do you have any fucking instagrams or things to plug and sh shout out before we bounce um, yeah, just my, well, my own Instagram, Lana Karina Model, where I have all my 
um, jiu-jitsu stuff or my modeling stuff and also breakdancing uh, yeah, it's nothing but model behavior there <laughs> yes yeah it's it's fine it's safe it's safe for work don't worry i think so uh he's rolling his eyes that's not good <laughs> maybe it's not so safe for work but yeah okay and um, i also have my <laughs> safe ish well, you know, you're, you're you're going on about knee injuries and you're arm barring 17 year old girls. So, you know, that's a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I tried to make it PG, but. The, the, the police will be with you shortly. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm looking forward to the reunion. Um, oh, that's funny. But yeah, I, don't, I have one other Instagram. I, it's my Lana Gaming TV, which is my gaming setup and all of my gaming stuff on it so that's that's my two instagrams that i have nice one all right so guys if you like all the, all those will be in the description anyway so in case you don't want to listen all the way to the end to find out how you can follow her they're in the description i'll say that to start the episode as well so fucking hell <laughs> all, right. all right so thanks guys hope you enjoyed and see you in the next one adios <laughs>